Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset. And I, I'm excited because I, I've got one of my friends on today. He is a kick-butt loan officer. He he just completed 75 hard. He might be, Mark, you might be one of the most shredded lenders in America at this point in your life. I'll take and, it. And you also just had a, a a so-called midlife crisis at the Don't age of 30 which which we're going to talk about so uh mark koretsky bro welcome to the show dude thanks so much for having me it's overdue it is overdue we've talked about this for a long time and, and then we, we also scheduled chop it, it up all the time yeah we I, I i'm i'm glad we're here right and and so where i want to start is you know i i thought it was funny when you said that you turned 30 in may and and you felt like you were going through a so-called midlife crisis. I'll be 40 in like eight days. And so it made me laugh, you know, that, that a young 30 year old with his whole life ahead of him could, could feel like he was, he was experiencing this crisis. So man, like, let's just talk about it for a sec. What'd you learn from it? What changes were made because of it? Let's jump in there. So Man, there's so many different ways where we can start, but ultimately I thrive in uncomfortable situations. Okay. And what I realized was I had gotten really freaking comfortable and that's not a place for success for me. Yeah. But what it really was, was, and and I'm sure anybody listening or watching is going to be able to resonate. Yeah. When you're young, you have these ideas of what you're going to accomplish by whatever age you have in your head. Sure. And when you hit it and you haven't done things that you know you're supposed to do to actually accomplish those things that you said you were going to do, that that's a that's a that puts you through something, right? right. Like you've got to go through that entire a process, right? And what the way that it manifested for me was I literally thought I was living in the matrix. Like I would wake up and I would know like who was going to call me that day. Yeah. Why, why they were going to call me. Wow. To the point where it was like, I was manifesting people calling me for sure, but it was also just weird. Like you don't want to wake up knowing what is going to happen that day and feeling like sure. it's a day. And so what it ultimately, what I realized over a really long weekend, which was, uh, Stuman's million dollar mastermind in Dallas, yeah. like right around Memorial Day. So the other thing was I came back from President's Club at the end of May. Yeah. With, with undiagnosed, but not COVID, but definitely COVID. And so I had like that brain fog that everybody sure. got. Yeah. And so it was the culmination of that. And then the realization of like, I know my mess is my message. I know the impact I want to leave. I know what my mission and like 
what my passions and purpose are. Yeah. And the world is missing out by me not actually living up to it. Come on. So that was ultimately the realization of what really just like flipped the switch for me. Okay. Was, I got comfortable and it led to that. So there's there's a couple of different things that I want to dive into from that. But where I where I really think it's important to go is I think most people can do what you've said so far, right? I think most of us are capable of diagnosing ourselves. But then if we're not careful, we essentially allow recognizing the issue to be what we needed. And so for most people, right? It's like, man, I need to lose weight. And then a year from now, I'm still going, man, I need to lose weight, right? So that part's not the hard part. So for you, you recognized it, but then you actually chose several different things to do differently in your life. And so like, what, what did that look like? It led directly to, I mean, it, it changed everything, right? Like I changed my entire day. I changed the, the networks that I'm in. I got rid of my coach. I hired a different coaching and, and joined wow. a mastermind community. I joined a church, which I've never been a part of a church in 30 years. Wow. And then it led to a trainer who randomly just like looked over at me like the first week I was there like, Hey, you want to do 75 hard? And I just looked up and was like, yeah, back up a couple of years, 75 hard came out in like 2019. Yeah. I literally laughed to myself when it first came out. It was just like, you're not disciplined enough to do it. And you right. know how important it is like to do the things you say you're going to do. And so don't even say you're going to do it because you're not going to do it. Yeah. And that's the way that I felt. Right. And then that, that light switch flipped. And it was literally just somebody asked me to do it. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. You're unbelievable, bro. Um, so because, you know, you know, my background as a pastor. So I just have to know, because this is my podcast. And I get to ask whatever questions I want. Like, what was the process like to just go? I've spent three decades out of organized religion, right? Let's call it that. Why did you just out of nowhere kind of cold turkey decide that I think I'm just going to start going to church? I've, I've been wanting to. I've been interested in it. Yeah. Uh, in reality, as, as interesting as this is, the, the mortgage company that I work with actually ended up during COVID broadcasting and really pushing a lot of us to look at elevation. Uh huh. So that was really how I started was during Oh, COVID. wow just watching it on YouTube on the weekends. Um, and I wanted to join a community, right? And yeah. I wanted to join one that, so I guess take many, many, many steps back and also add a bunch of complicated layers to it. <laughs> um, the way I got to America is I was a, a Russian Jewish refugee. That wow. was legal kind of immigration status yeah. where we became citizens. And so in, in communist Russia, which I didn't personally experience, I was born in 92, right after the fall. Yeah. But you don't have any freedom of religion under communism. Mm. And so we not only like my parents all the way back were discriminated for being Jewish. Mm. My grandparents were actually orphans from Ukraine because wow. of the Nazis and moved to Moscow. 
which again, given everything going on right now makes that entire situation that was going on, that was also kind of an underlying point of anxiety for anybody with family and heritage back there, right? Sure. Continues to be today. Um, But so really it was just the, it's just those, those nudges, right. That we get those signs that we get that there's really no other way to put it, but it's signs from God. Like there's too many, there's too many coincidences that happen. They're no longer coincidences. Yeah. And so that, that was really what it was. Um, I, I I've been wanting to find one locally. It just happened to be that the one that was initially referred to me as like, you need to go check this one out. Yeah. That was home and that's elevate life. Yeah. Um, with, yeah. with Keith craft. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's Mighty awesome. men on Saturday mornings is like the anchor to my week. Okay. So it's literally all of the guys from the church from seven to 9am. Okay. So anybody out in the Frisco area. Yeah. Go check out Saturdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Yeah. So w- what would you say, you know, you've been doing that for a little while now. Wh- what what impact has that had in your life the most? Oh, man. I mean, it it, it goes into every aspect of life, right? Um, yeah. <clears throat> there's been so many physical changes like you talked about, but there's just been so many mental changes. Yeah. Right now we're in arguably the toughest time in mortgage and real estate yeah. industry has seen certainly since I got in, in 2014, yeah. certainly since I got to Dallas in 2018, we thought we'd had it hard in 2018, but I've talked to a couple of really young LOs, really kind of rookie agents. They, they don't know what they don't know. Right. right. Like they don't yeah. know how difficult it is. It's always difficult when you're starting. Right. So that's a that's a massive advantage for rookie agents or I mean, whatever, two, three years experience. They yeah. just don't know. Right. They're still in the grind and scale kind of period. And so that the, the changes have gone through everything. Right. Like everything yeah. starts with you've got to feed your cup. You've got to be able to take in with, with all of the negativity, with all of the noise that's out there, you need to be able to have a, what are they called? Um, a lighthouse that yeah. you can go to, right? Yep. And for me, it's, I was always spiritual. I was, honestly, I grew up anti-religious, just thinking it was a way of control, which sure. I still believe in, in one way or another. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just, you, we all get those nudges, right. Or yeah. kind of those like pulls and it's whether you follow it or not. And so I just, I decided at one point or another, like if I keep having them, I got to follow it. Well, and bro, what, what I, what I love about this is cause I'm sure there's people listening. there are like, man, I thought this was a social media podcast, you know, and guys, we're getting to that. But so much in my opinion of, of this doing social, social media, media well, is you got to get right up here and you got to be right in here. And so all of these changes that you're making in your life, they increase your confidence. I mean, you're, you're having to post your, your pictures for 75 hard on, on social media, right? Which at the beginning is probably uncomfortable because you don't look like you did back then, like you do now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and, and so, so much of when I watch people that struggle with social, 
doing video, being insecure, right? All of those things. It, it typically comes back to something isn't right in their life. And, and I just know for me personally, if I tell myself when I go to bed that I'm going to wake up and go to the gym the next morning and then I don't, oh, it's so much I work. start my day off losing. It's so much worse. Right. I got the chills. Yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. And so I go through my whole day and I'm like, why do I feel down today? Because I literally started my day failing myself. Well, and so it's these micro promises yeah. that we make to ourselves, right? And then you can, you can say all sorts of affirmations and have devotions, but if you say you're going to do something and you don't actually do what it is that you say it's going to, it's so much worse than somebody else putting it on you, right? Uh, it's the worst. It's, it's these micro promises that both yeah. add up and, and actually appreciate when you actually do them versus right. they can, they can hit you hard. And then it, it, that is what I think really leads to what we know as rock bottom, right? Yeah. Yeah. This past weekend, I heard Jeff Ducharme say, we all know the saying, right? When you hit rock bottom, there's only one way to go, but up wrong. You have two options. You either act as a victim and you sit there or you actually do something about it. And that's how you go up. And so that's what it was, man. It's, you know what you need to do. I just decided I'm going to finally actually stick to my word and do it. 100%. Yeah, bro. You're exactly right. And that's why, you know, for, for LOs, for realtors, whether it's making their calls or, or doing the little things. Or it's people that come up to me and go, man, I've been meaning to do video for like five years. So for five years, right? Like they've woke up with the anticipation to do it, but yet for five years, they failed themselves. And then they're, then they, they're shocked when it's hard because you've trained your body that you suck at this. It's the same thing with the, the snoozing, right? Uh Uh-huh. You allowing yourself to snooze is yep. a way that you're getting up in the day losing. Yep. And so one of the things that I learned really early in my career, it's how do you get a, a point on the board as quickly as possible, specifically as an LO, right? Like whether yeah. it's an application, whether it's a lead that isn't, it's like pre-application, yeah. whether it's an appraisal order, like whatever that is. And so for me now, it, it all starts with the personal. And so my morning routine is packed. Um, you talk me, talk me through it. So, I mean, it's, I've gone through so many different iterations of it. Yeah, um, sure. I guess to take a couple steps back, I went through, I mean, not the same thing, but when I'm, so I moved out to Dallas in 2018, right? So I got licensed in 2014. I was a, a pretty seasoned at that point, refi focused LO that never marketed himself that never did anything on social media other than just show how ratchet I was as a, as a team. <laughs> yeah. And so when I came out here and I said in my young, dumb, naive brain, like, I'm going to be a retail LO and I'm going to be referral based and I'm going to work with real estate agents and I, it's, it's going to be great. I fell flat on my face. Yeah. And so I had to figure out really who I was And at the end of the day, I then was really stuck in a state of paralysis because it's just, you don't know what you don't know, right? 
And when, when you keep marinating on that, it just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And so that's what happened to me back then. And that's what really forced me out of my shell and really forced me to look at my mornings. And so Miracle Morning was one of the first books that I actually read outside of like what I was forced to read in high school. Yeah. That book, honestly, it changed my life. Okay. I don't do the, ex- I don't do all seven of the savers every single morning, Sure, but it's got to start with waking up early. Um, right now I I'm still super kind of, uh, pubescent in my uh, journey with God and with the Bible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, on my way to the gym, I'm listening to, uh, Bible in a year podcast Okay. on a way back from the gym, listening to a proverb of the day and just okay. starting to really listen to those. Yeah. Um, and then I, I usually end the, the ride home with like some sort of podcast from there. It's like healthy breakfast it, for a while. While I was doing phase one, it was cold shower. Oh, bro. we can talk about that later. Uh, uh, I don't know how you do it. Honestly. So I guess to take a, a step back and I guess to go into that. So when I started 75 hard, I thought that was really hard. Yeah. And I didn't think like there was going to be any way that I could do it. And so then as I'm doing it, I'm like, this is amazing. Like I'm having all of these like transformations and everything. And I realize, or I get told, yeah. So once you finish 75 hard, it's actually part of a year long live hard program. Oh, wow. Here's what you need to do for phase one. And I was like, nope, I'm out because cold (laughs) showers were on the list. Oh, and I have always hated cold showers, man, dude. They're like, especially after a workout in the Texas heat, cold showers are amazing. We can talk a little bit about, I mean, cold showers, again, are a way for you to change your body, right? And like, like what is going on? Not, I guess, not only neurochemically, but like what it actually does. And so what I read or like the way that I describe it is when we're hot, our heart pumps blood away from our vital organs, right? Okay. Like into our extremities. Yeah. And when you submerge in cold all of your blood gets filtered because it's all getting brought back to your vital organs. So you literally like the effects of it are, are like multiple cups of coffee and like a shot of adrenaline. And like, you just feel good. Right. And so I'm still doing cold showers even every morning, not every morning, like these last couple of mornings where it was like really gross. Um, they, I didn't, but it's okay. actually, I guess I lied. I mean, I did, I went back and forth. It wasn't just pure cold. So how, way, how long are you in there when it's cold? So for phase one, it's five minutes. And so I got myself a little timer oh. and it's honestly, it's like the first 45 seconds. Those are like, Ooh. And you're like, actually like you got to focus on your breathing. And then it's like your body just adapts. And so I guess that's really what it's, what my journey, both with 75 hard yeah. with, with having to overcome what I had to overcome to actually start a business from scratch, all of that comes back down to actually just, just that in and of itself, right? Just doing the work. Yeah. But then, Bro, it, 
it's also working on yourself. I, th- I think this episode might be called like, you're a cold shower away from being better on video. Dude, doing the hard things. I mean, honestly, I, we do that. That is a great, <laughs> that's a great idea. Right. I hadn't thought about that, but it's, I have, there's honestly, it's, like around day 50 of 75 hard, I said out loud, oh, there's no way I can do phase one. Like I'm not doing cold showers. And I yeah. heard myself say it. And I was like, yeah. wow, you really can't do a cold shower. And so day 51, I started doing cold showers. <laughs> and it's just like, I guess that all goes back to kind of that 30 year old crisis, right? It's like, yeah. choose your heart. And if it, if it, pulls something inside of you that means something inside of you wants you to do it yeah and so do it i'm gonna try one i'm not happy i'm not not happy about it but this this almost 40 year old body easier way into it and i can tell you if your body is hot and like you're you just worked out yeah it, it feels amazing if you're just waking up and going straight into a cold shower or like a cold plunge, like I know some of the guys do. Yeah. You're straight up like insane. <laughs> so like, oh, to you. I'm uh, not excited about this at all. Dude, do a video. Uh, yeah. I don't know that anybody needs to, sh- to see my body in that environment. That's not pleasing. That's not pleasurable to anybody. Yeah. Maybe not. So maybe a selfie. Pleasurable may not be the best. You know, like choice. without some man boobs in it. That would probably that would probably be fast be forward to day seventy five. You may not have them. That's true. They'll at least be smaller, right? So, so Mark, let's get let's get tactical for for yeah. for the people that are like guys. Let's go. Like, l- quit talking about church. Quit talking about cold showers. Quit talking about all this stuff that that I'm never gonna do. Um, one hundred percent. And this is and we're gonna tell them why. Talk about like when you realized. Oh crap. How like how am I going to be a retail lender without having any relationships? Like what was that transition like for you when you realized I've got to start showing up online more? You've got to start showing up online more for sure, but I in a way I'm convinced and in a way I was thoroughly convinced back then you can't just show up and not present yourself in the right light in the right way. Yeah. Because like you said, it's, this is a referral relationship game, right? Yeah. And it's a contact game. And my problem was like, I had done, I mean, over a hundred refis over my first four years, I'd done one purchase that was for a former coworker who failed out of the mortgage business. Oh, wow. He used a Redfin agent who I never spoke to. And I had never spoken to a real estate agent before. So I literally don't know the first thing about how do you, never mind how do you generate a lead, but what is my value proposition? Yeah, sure. And that's, that's really where I started. Yeah. And so what I did, the, I mean, I've taken anything I've learned in life and I've learned a lot of lessons painfully. Like I learned from my mistakes Yeah. and so I take them with me. And so the first thing I did was really market research, right? And so that meant looking at who are the actual top producing loan officers? What are they doing? What are they not doing? 
who are the real estate agents, what separates a top producing agent from a, a non-producing agent, Yeah. what value do I actually bring to that relationship? Never mind, what do I bring to the consumer, right? Because in our business, it's that this interesting dynamic where we're not just working B2B, we're also B2C. Right. Yep. And so I knew sales. I didn't know anything about marketing. I didn't know really anything about the problems that we experience during a purchase transaction. I knew homeowner challenges from yeah. looking at, I mean, hundreds of of homeowner credit applications and just looking and working with them. Yeah. But I really had no idea how stressful it is to actually go house shopping. I had no idea how stressful it was to actually pack up your house and all of your belongings and dig up everything from the attic that you had no idea that it Mm -hmm. was there that triggers all of these emotions and all of these memories. And now you're living in that, right? Right. And so I, I had no idea what it took to actually fulfill a purchase loan. I had no idea what it was to actually be responsible for following up with a, a past client after we actually serviced them. I had no idea what social media marketing was. I had no idea what video was. Like I knew nothing. Yeah. Right? And so that is really like the more I thought about it, the more it was like, this isn't just like a big elephant. Like this is the biggest elephant that you just signed up to eat and it's literally about to crush you. And so it was literally just one step at a, at a time. Right. Yeah. So, so as you are doing all your research, you know, you're, you're realizing all these things. What, what did that start to change about the way you showed up on social media? So, I, I mean, at that point, this is like very early in 2018, like yeah. I'm not on social media Yeah. to, to make matters worse. Like, I have now restarted a Facebook yeah. from, from nothing. I'm specifically not friending all my people that I know from the East Coast. So I'm like that weirdo who's got 50 friends who's adding somebody completely cold on Facebook. Yeah. I can still trace back like 75% of my business and relationships back to cold messages and cold Facebook friend requests and inter- interactions over stories back to Facebook. Yeah. So in your, in your cold messages, like what were you saying to people? So what I, what I realized is nobody really likes a salesperson. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so it's really like, I, it, it's a little bit of social media stalking. It's a little bit of stalking. And then it's literally a, what I do now, which you'll love is I just send a video. Yeah, you do. And it's honestly, it's, I'll be, I have people bring up, in, in interactions with like multiple people there. Oh yeah. Like I know Mark, cause he sent me a video. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it's what I do today. One of my daily habits, it was one of the ones that I implemented during phase one Yeah. because I've always done them sporadically, but without really a method to the madness, but just sending a Facebook message when it's their birthday and just yeah. doing, it's literally, um, Hey Kyle, just want to send you a quick message. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to sing for you. Just want to say happy freaking birthday. I hope you go make it the best year yet. Happy birthday. That's the script. Love it. And so it's, I can literally do 14, 15 of those videos like I did this morning yeah. in 10 minutes. Right. And the power of that, just to make sure people understand, 
is you didn't record one video six months ago that you're trying to trick people into thinking that that's for them. You're saying yeah. my name yeah. so that if I think it's fake, I now know it's not because you actually said my name. Right. That's and the power. So also, Facebook uh, Messenger has these cool backgrounds that you can use. And yeah. so I'm doing the one with like the fireworks and it's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want to up, you want to up your video game a level for your birthday videos? For sure. So I, I use, I've never post on Snapchat ever, but I have Snapchat just to use their filters because and they have hundreds it. of thousands. So I don't ever really use their filters, but what I do use it for is the ability to go from like forward cam to backward cam just by tapping it. Yeah. Cause you can't do that on like Facebook and Instagram. Bro. Try their filters, man. They're, they're so fun and people so what, will eat them up. What's your go-to filter? Oh, I have a few. Um, one of my favorites is there. there is a like, like a drag queen filter that I really love. <laughs> you know, you give me some lipstick and some, you know, big old sure. hair and eyeshadow. And I just feel like I just feel pretty, you know? So you are. You are. Thank you. So I like that one. I also... Um, you know, they have a filter that like makes you look old and that's a fun filter to use. You know, they also have one that makes you look like a baby and that's a pretty See, fun. Like, I don't, I don't filter. have time for that. Cop. I'm literally like, so, I go in and I'm, I'm like tactical now because it's, sure. I, well, I really you can tactically add some filters to I can. your, your thing. I can, but here's what I want to say. It's we all fall victim and fall into this trap on social media. We all yeah. know we need to be posting. We all know we need to be engaging. Right. Yep. But we can't just have that up at all times and just right. be on there. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so that's what with me and my ADHD, me setting these time blocks yep. and the way that I'm doing it, it's going back to what you were saying. And I guess to, to add on to it, doing the things that, that you say you're going to do. Yep. It, that is actually one of the mechanisms that we can use to create dopamine. Yeah. And dopamine Powerful. really isn't a, um, it's not like a pleasure hormone. It's really like that play hormone that we yeah. get. Yeah. So my biggest thing is how do I gamify my day? How do I gamify my week? How do I make it to where when I'm going to bed and I put my head on the, on the pillow, I know I've won that day. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so it, it, it does end with business. Well, it doesn't end with business because it ends with personal, but it starts with personal, right? Yeah. You can't bring your best self to your social media. You can't come up with so good. proper messaging. You don't know what resonates with the right people until you're actually good with you. And right. so everybody's got to start there, but from there, man, my biggest thing, and everybody always laughs, the way I know anything is just by trying to break it. And, yeah. and I try to break it and it's still working. Like that's how I know it works. I love it. You might've so just I'm, changed the name of our, of our episode. Good. Good. I don't until, until <laughs> like we may need to call this until you love you. Social media won't work. Dude, that's, I mean, that's the reality. So good. That's the reality. Bro, what, what would be your, as we kind of tie a pretty bow on this incredible episode, incredible conversation, what, 
what would be like a practical tip that you would give to anybody listening that that's struggling or maybe like you, maybe they're looking up and they're and like they're just complacent in the inside of their social media strategy and they're about to go freaking nuts. You know, what what would you say to them to kind of help shake them up? There's so many things that I would say to them. Um, one, one of the things that I did when I was back when I was super uncomfortable with video, which I am still in a way like I, I don't know if you can tell on the video, but like my right eye is lower than my left eye. And in pictures, I always just see that one eye is different than the other. Right? Sure. Same and I can't even see it, even though you told me. No, exactly. Right. And that's why I brought it up. And so what I did and what I used to do was I would just put my phone up in front of my computer screen and I would just turn on video. I wouldn't even record, but just going through my day and seeing myself on camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I conditioned myself to where that's not weird. So good. And so that's one of the things that I would say, like, you don't even need to post in the beginning, just yeah. see yourself on camera yeah. And you will become more comfortable seeing yourself on camera. I love Mind, that. Right. But so from there, it's really as opposed to doing what you think is a one to many video, every video is a one to one video. Yeah. Whether you're actually saying that person's name, like we were just talking about, or mm-hmm. whether it's you're just communicating to one audience, right? It's not y'all, it's not, hey guys, it's, Hey, I wanted to tell you, and it's the message that all of us in real estate, part of the difficulty is actually niching down, right? Yeah. Yeah. We can service everybody, right? Right. When you try to do that, you don't give yourself any ability to actually create a a targeted message. And that's where it's, nobody knows you about anything. It's, you're just that agent. Yeah. And so- getting tactical with what that is and then communicating, even if you have like me, multiple pillars, like I'm the first time home buyer guy, I'm the VA friendly guy, I'm the move up buyer guy. I'm really not the jumbo guy. I'm really not the construction loan guy. Yeah. I'm really not necessarily like we do a couple bank statement and like outside the box investment loans, but it's like, that's not my bread and butter. Sure. And so it's all of these pillars that we have, we can communicate to those that target market what is relevant to them. What are their fears? What are their insecurities? I love it. Everybody has them about real estate. You actually know real estate. Just go out there and from an educator and like a servant leadership perspective, yeah. just go out there and educate. People don't know what we know. One of my only regrets in life is back when I realized I was leaving the call center world and moving across the country to start the retail world. Yeah. I had an idea. I was like, I should start a vlog. If I could have just captured mm. that transition back then, yeah, we literally could, I mean, we would have years of content at this point. Oh, heck yeah. And we could be repurposing all of that. Yeah. But it's whenever you're new in a, in a journey, you've got to be learning at least one new thing every single day. And so one of my biggest recommendations is actually record yourself regurgitating what you just learned Come on, Do it for yourself. But in reality, like that is going to help others. It's also going to create authority over time. 
And you're going to become that person for your network that is that real estate person, not just a real estate person. And so that's really what I would say is just do, do those things, but you can't do those things until you actually know that you're the right person to handle these things. And that means you've got to learn. So good, bro. I love it. Mark, how, how do people connect to you? that that love you on this episode. Yeah, man, I'm uh, basically I'm loan officer Mark on basically all the platforms. I'm definitely most active on Facebook. It's loan okay. officer Mark DFW on there. Somebody got it before I got it. Um my digital business card, it's got all of my links. That's probably the best place for you to go. It's just mark10k.com. So mark10k.com. You awesome. can literally download all of your information on your phone and hit me up. Nice. Help. We will put that in the show notes, bro. Long overdue, but well worth the wait. What a, what a great episode. Thank you for all your nuggets, man. I appreciate you. Hey, you ever want to get more tactical with me? There's so much we didn't get, get into. So yeah. I appreciate you having me, man. And yep. I can't wait to, to listen back and, and hear your guys' feedback. So I appreciate the time. And a cold shower is coming. I'm getting, I'm getting in one soon. Hey, happy upcoming 40, bro. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. Guys, this has been another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Thank you for listening or watching wherever you are, however you do it. We'll be back next week with another cool person with an even cooler story. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.